This is Ross and Alain with today's Lent podcast. We've been assigned a few verses from 2 Corinthians chapter 12. We're going to start reading at verse 6. Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool, because I would be speaking the truth. But I refrain, so no one will think more of me than is warranted by what I do or say. To keep me from becoming conceited because of these surpassingly great revelations, there was given me a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan, to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Paul had something pretty horrid and uncomfortable going on in his life, a thorn in his flesh. And he pleaded with God to remove it. Why wouldn't he? It must have made his life very difficult. And he had lots to do and places to go. He was on a mission, the mission of God. We don't know what the thorn was. It could have been a physical pain or mental anguish or a difficult relationship. So how did God answer? Did he remove the thorn? Did he ignore Paul? Did he give Paul a superpower to deal with it? No, Jesus came to him and said, My grace is sufficient for you. My grace, no one else's, so it's going to be perfect. My grace, grace, God's undeserved love and mercy. It's a beautiful gift, and by giving it, God gave Paul all he needed. What does grace do? It reassures us of God's great love for us. It soothes our sin-sick souls. It brings us comfort and strength. It brings us God's peace and reconciling spirit to accept the thorn, whatever that may be. It helps us make the most of the situation. I love the song, God of Grace. The chorus says, And your grace clothes me in righteousness, and your mercy covers me in love. Your life adorns and beautifies. I stand complete in you. What a gift. What an answer to our prayers. Paul actually writes about weaknesses several times in his letters to the church in Corinth. Here in verse 9, he's actually quoting words spoken to him by the risen Saviour, the Lord Jesus, as part of the dialogue where Paul pleaded to have this thorn removed. Weakness is not an attribute or a characteristic most people welcome. Most, if not all of us, would prefer to be identified as people of strength, not weakness. But Paul writes of being content in weakness, more He actually boasts gladly of weakness. Why is this? Well, I think it's because, firstly, Christ himself has told him of a very different view about weakness. And Paul has come to understand this for himself. 
and he's actually come to that point where he can rest in his own weakness. He can even boast about it. So is weakness a characteristic to be feared? I can't see how it can be if the very power of Christ is perfected in human weakness. This then raises a further question. When we depend on our own strength, our own competence, our own skills and abilities, are we perhaps in danger of somehow diminishing Christ's power in us? This power, which is a close parallel to Christ's glory? Am I alone in needing to learn to embrace my weaknesses? Because in so doing, the very same power which raised Christ from the dead could perhaps somehow be hindered and diminished by misplaced, conceited, proud confidence in my own ability, power and strength. Just adapting verse 10 as a final prayer for us this morning. For the sake of Christ then, we pray Lord that we might all learn to become content in all our weaknesses, in every insult, in every hardship, in every persecution and each calamity. For Lord, when we are weak, then Lord we are strong. Amen. <laughs>